Thank you for tuning into American Dispatches once again, the podcast where we cover emerging world news, adventurous stories from exotic lands, foreign policy, and a touch of American adventurism. No Beltway drama or celebrity tweets here, just real news and one sexy, sexy host. That's yours truly. Vic, I've traveled 105 countries, been a contributor to Soldier Fortune magazine, hold a BA in international relations and an NBA. You're listening to episode 27 today. We're going to cover a metabolic warhead that scientists say is designed to kill cancer cells in humans. Congress inches forward on a massive bill aimed at countering China's growing technological prowess. Just weeks after the colonial pipeline attack, Russian hackers are at it again, this time after one of the largest meat suppliers in the world, thus disrupting the world's food supply. And in a pretty off-color story, a waitress in Spain was arrested for cutting off her boss's dick. First up, we go to Scotland, where scientists at the University of Edinburgh claim they have successfully tested a, quote, metabolic warhead to kill cancer cells in humans. It's a being hailed as a Trojan horse type drug, which can kill cancer and bacterial cells without damaging nearby healthy tissue. The killing, the cancer killing molecule SENBD can be mixed with a food compound to trick malignant cells into ingesting it. Apparently, they, they're calling cancer cells very greedy. Um, they need to consume a high amounts of food and energy to typically keep growing. This tricks them into ingesting it and thus poisoning just the cancer cells. The milestone in this research is the fact that it's not damaging any of the other cells nearby, which is a huge development. The peer-reviewed experimental study has been carried out on both zebrafish and human cells, and so far is effective. Future testing is still necessary. But scientists working on the project and gave have gave the compound the nickname the metabolic warhead. Good on you, Scots, for the research. We hope to we hope you fight like William Wallace on the cause, and we'll be following it closely. Also, if you're looking at possibly drug therapies worth investing in, I would advise checking this one out. Congress is inching forward on a massive bill aimed at countering China's influence. Nice. It looks like America's accepting the challenge on this front. Well, kind of. The U.S. Senate on Thursday advanced a sweeping package of legislation intended to boost our ability to compete with China's technology. Although we're still ahead of China on almost every front, they're they're closing that gap pretty quickly. So it makes me feel good to know that the $250 billion, what's called the U.S. Innovation and Competition Act of 2021, or USICA, Democratic Senator Chuck Schumer co-wrote the legislation claiming that the U.S. spends less than 1% of our GDP on basic scientific research, less than half of what China does. And the measure will authorize about 190, excuse me, of the 250 billion, about 190 billion of it will be directed towards provisions at strengthening U.S. technology in general, plus approximately 54 billion of it specifically to semiconductors, semi-microchips, and telecommunication equipment. Now, the one good thing about this is the desire to take on China with more hardline stance is relatively bipartisan on Capitol Hill now. The provision, the act has been slowed in Congress, however, as an added provision was put in by by Democrats calling for new wage minimums, a move that have caused some Republican senators from, from various areas from basically approving the measure. 
I will have to say though, having followed the China issue for some time, although they're stumbling through it, it does actually look like once this has reached the halls of Congress, they're really on board with kind of addressing the issue and more does more needs to be done to help us stay competitive, particularly in the world of semiconductors. Just weeks after the Colonial Pipeline attack, Russian hackers are at it again, suspected now in shutting down the world's largest meat producer. That's Brazil's JBS. Using Apparently they used a, another ransomware attack. It's not known at this time if the same group is behind it, but it has shut down the largest meat proce- processing company and disrupted food chains around the globe. JBS apparently alerted the White House of this, and they added that it was most likely based in Russia. White House Deputy Press Secretary Jean-Pierre said the White House and the Department of Agriculture have been in touch with the company several times this week and are working to assist. Now, JBS is in the U.S. alone, the second largest producer of beef, pork, and chicken. In a related story, the average American polled replied, Hey, man, you Russian hacking fuckers can cut off our gas with that colonial pipeline bullshit, but the second you try to limit my supply of bacon, that means war. On a more somber note, UN releases 2021 humanitarian report that claims at least 400,000 Yemeni children under the age of five could die of starvation this year. UN agency says that is at least 400,000 kids under five are in urgent are in need of urgent inter- intervention amid soaring rates of severe malnutrition, mostly driven by the war and the COVID pandemic. Now, six years into the war, yes, there's still war going on in Yemen with everything else going on in the news. It's hard to remember that sometimes. Has rendered 80% of the population completely reliant on humanitarian aid. Four UN agencies predicted a 22% increase in severe acute malnutrition among kids under the age of five compared to just two, compared to 2020 which is very telling con- considering what do we have going on mostly in 2020 we had a huge pandemic and they're saying it's actually getting worse executive director of the world food bank program david beasley said these numbers are yet another cry for help from yemen where each malnutrition child also means a family struggling to survive they added another 2.3 million kids under five are expected to suffer acute malnutrition in 2021 a famine has never been officially declared in Yemen. Possibly one of the bureaucratic roadblocks to preventing more aid there. The UN says the country is the world's largest humanitarian crisis at the moment. An unfortunately forgotten one. If you want to take action on this, I would suggest emailing or calling your local congressional office. There are ver- various humanitarian aid organizations too that could really use the donation. In the most off-color story of the day, a waitress in Spain was arrested for cutting off her employer's penis during an alleged sexual assault. Yes, this really happened. In a bar located near Barcelona, the woman was arrested by officers of the Mossos de Escuarta, the local police department. After she called police, basically explaining that she'd done so because the man... had tried to sexual assault her yet again on a shift around midnight. She claims that she grabbed a knife and cut off her employer's genitalia after he tried to sexually assault her during a shift. The woman the woman did call authorities and the emergency services to the bar who transported the man who is the owner of the bar 
to the local hospital for an emergency operation to attempt to reattach his genitalia. The local newspaper reported that the woman said she had acted in self-defense during the incident and claimed that Monday's alleged attack was not the first time that he had attempted to sexually assault her. The woman remains in custody. man remains at the hospital. It is not yet clear if the surgery to reattach his member was successful. In a related story, rapes in Spain are now expected to drop by 90% this year. And that's all we have for today, folks. As always, the world is an exciting, badass place. Stay informed. You can do so here by tuning in on Apple or the Google Play Store. Until next time, Vaya con Dios, America.